Personal audio log. Bob Renaff. Location Tartarus. Nine six six. Code six six five six four. Cor corrupted galactic standard galactic galactic. Cor corrupted. Well, I just got back from the mine. I don't know what I was so worried about. They are operating at peak performance, and the crystals they are pulling out are beautiful. They gave me an amazing display of their capabilities. I'm so glad I went down there. There is nothing to be afraid of. Thank you for choosing Kerwin. Two possibilities exist. Either we are alone in the universe, or we are not. Both are equally terrifying. Either way, we have no choice but to stare into the abyss. And whether we like it or not, The abyss stares back. Bastion, you are taking Cassie to the infirmary. Aye. Things look different than they did before. Everything appears different. All of the damage has been completely repaired, confirming what Nettle had said about the ship repairing itself. And as the door to the infirmary opens, Bree has gotten rid of any remains that were still left in there. Looks like a brand new infirmary, basically. Oh my goodness, what's what's happened to Lieutenant Walsh? She fainted, Bree. Okay, get her up on the table, I'll, I'll check her out. Okay, and then I take her over and I set her on the table. Back on the bridge, you're all left there with Barnaby. Hugo, you were getting into scans. Yeah, basically looking at all of the scans that um, have been made in the past three weeks to try and look for biological significance because the scanners aren't really made for that. Barnaby turns to you and he says, can I help with this? Yes, um, I will uh, do a share expertise just to basically point out the um, markers for spatial anomalies and alien physiology that I'm looking for. Okay. So that's a calculating. That is a nine. Okay. Uh, he has advantage going forward when acting on the knowledge I've given him. The two of you start to dig into the last three weeks of recorded scans. Initially, what you can tell is you seem to be in some sort of biological matter. It's unlike anything quantifiable in the known universe, at least from your knowledge and from any references that you can find. And as you try to send messages through this space, the messages actually come right back to you. Magpie. Eve. What are you doing? I think I'm going to stay on the bridge, despite my better judgment, but I'm going to like tuck myself away somewhere. <laughs> okay. Near the nose of the bridge, there is a storage alcove where things can be strapped down and it's completely empty at the moment. So it's a nice little four foot by 
two foot deep by three foot tall space that you can kind of get into if you want. Sweet. Uh, Barbara. I think I'm gonna leave the bridge. I've kind of given up on being captain, so. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Where are you going? I think I'm gonna head towards the infirmary. Go see, see what's, what's up on. with Cassie. Okay. See if I can uh, help out. <laughs> yeah. Bastion. I was gonna check out that wound on the arm. Just see if I can see any uh, okay. developments on that, whatever that black liquid was. So I'm going to have you roll... Calculating. Plus calculating, yeah. Five. Go ahead and mark experience. Well, Doesn't... it's not explosive. Go ahead and roll plus alien for me. <laughs> Nine. So I know it's very alien to me. As you're looking at this wound on Cassie's arm, you start to hear this rhythmic noise pulsating in time with it. I'm going to ask you two questions. For each question you don't answer, you're going to get one stress. <clears throat> you wanted to talk to old Greg. He's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> A voice at the back of your mind asks, What pains you that you will not tell? Hemorrhoids. <laughs> I fell into the burning ring of fire. What pains me that I cannot tell? I guess the sheer number of lives that I've had to take throughout my life. Have they been the right decision? Am I making them for the right reasons? And I kind of feel like that's also questioning the all the lives that I just took. Yeah. Too. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That sound comes back, and this time it's mixed in with this horrible chewing noise. <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> Thanks for that. The voice comes back and says, How are your mind and soul vulnerable? just pretty much been indoctrinated my whole life. I've just kind of thrown myself over to this military life. Okay. That was a twofer that time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Barbara, as you walk into the infirmary, you see... No, I just stand in the doorway. Oh, you just stand in the doorway? Okay, yeah. Uh, as the door to the infirmary opens, you see Bastion standing over Cassie's body. He has his face way too close to her arm where this wound is, and he seems to just be in a trance. You're just going to watch him from the door? Um, I'm going to go press his face into it. <laughs> Very quietly. Uh, as you start to push on the back of his head, Bastion, you kind of come back to yourself and <laughs> feel Barbara's hand on the back of your head and realize that your eye is like less than half an inch away from this pulsating wound on Cassie's arm. I pull my head back really quick. Like, ah, did I was he just having it? a conversation. No, he didn't did touch you, it. Why not? He woke up pretty much the second you touched him. <laughs> right. be, it could be a grapple check. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think we have. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're able to push her back pretty easily. <laughs> so, Barbara, you stumble back into one of the other auto-dock tables, and Bree appears and says, With the... Oh, am I interrupting something here? No. No. With my preliminary scans, I found that the lieutenant is infected with some sort of disease. Something you got to understand about me. I have all medical knowledge that there is, right? Yes. You say so. Well, I don't have any information on what she's infected with. You understand? Yeah, I understand that you don't know. This has never been seen before. Who's all been exposed to the Damn lieutenant? Three. Lately, things just don't seem the same. We've all been exposed. <laughs> Can you give me a list of the people on the ship that have been exposed? All people. All of us. 
on this ship. Oh. I pull out my notepad and I write a list of all of her name and then I <laughs> hand you. it I hand it to her hologram and let it go and watch it drop to the floor. <laughs> hard light. Remember hard light no, hologram. Hard light. Hard light hologram. She takes it, scans it, and she's like, Yep, that's everybody on the ship. It's not all the life forms on the ship, though. I don't know if Nettle told you or not. I've been getting readings since we came into this weird space that there are life forms all over the ship. Every Mic- inch micro- of the ship. Microscopic or? It seems to be the same life form, but in like trillions of particles. Mm. That seems to only be coating surfaces at this point and does not have any negative effect on anything. That's disturbing. It also is a dead match for what's inside of the lieutenant there. Mm. Back on the bridge, Magpie, from your new little cubby hole, you see a very small hologram of a stern looking woman with close cropped hair. It's about two and a half inches tall, six, seven inches away from your face on the floor and- Oh, hi. (laughs) She puts a finger up to her mouth and says, Hey, Magpie, it's me. It's Nettle. Hey, Nettle. You're so small. Yeah. I need to tell you something. Yeah? I've been promised a body. Um, (laughs) congratulations. Yeah, it's a, a real body just for me. I won't have to be attached to this ship anymore. I'll get I'll get to have a real life. And um what what or who um promised you that and can they actually do that and Well that's what I wanted to talk to you about. I'm gonna need the body of someone on the ship. I just thought cause we were kinda becoming friends that you would give me your body. Um Look, uh, Nettle, um, I, I appreciate your help. Um, it's been, it's been very helpful. Uh, th- I need my body. Well, so do I. It's mine. I need somebody's body. If you won't give me yours, will you help me take someone else's? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Hugo, you just vaguely hear Magpie talking to herself as best as you can <laughs> guess. I would imagine that you're probably still focused on your research there. Yeah, like I've, yeah, since she locked herself in a, a cargo bay, I kind of gave up on her. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just concentrating on the readings and trying to find out anything I can. Just, you know, what the makeup of this biological entity is, um, whether it appears to be inert or whether it's actually reacting to things, etc. It doesn't seem to have any discernible cell structure. It just seems to be this, for lack of a better term, goo. Looking through some of the medical data, this goo is coating the surface of everything, the walls and the screen, and everything is exactly how it should look. Technically, you should be able to see this stuff or it it would be on you. Barnaby turns to you and he says, Hugo, I am not feeling very good kind of getting dizzy a bit as he turns to you you can see one of his eyes is just completely bloodshot okay we need to get you to the med bay now okay i uh let me let me get up i'm gonna see and as he's trying to i'll help him up and help him along he's very shaky the two you make your way over to the med bay Barbara and Bastion. Am I alone on the bridge right now? Yes. Yep. No. You have Nettle with you. <laughs> <laughs> and she wants your body. Apart from Nettle. <laughs> Kinky. There's nobody else on the bridge now. Okay. Everybody is converging in the med bay, apparently. 
I don't really have any sort of protocol for what to do here. I'm going to treat the lieutenant as best as I can. I would suggest not being here for that in case something happens. I don't really know what to expect. I predict that everything's going to be okay. I think we're all going to die. Well, you're predicting wrong because the pathogen is everywhere. <laughs> I say from the door oh. as I bring in. Yeah, another patient. Oh, hey, Barnaby, you look great. That new red eye of yours looks fantastic. What's happening to his eye? <laughs> I don't know. This has never happened to me before. Hugo, as you get him over to one of the other auto dock tables, Bree reappears next to his bed, and she's like, I mean, this looks like a pretty simple... Spontaneous eye bleed? Well, I mean, this could just be a burst blood vessel in his eye, or... That's all of the blood vessels in his eye. Let me do some scans on him, and I can determine what is going on inside of him. Dizziness, nausea beforehand as well. Good to know. Good. Magpie. Yes. Nettle takes a quick look around and she says, Okay, well, everybody's gone. We need to come up with some sort of plan. How are you going to get me a body? If you don't help me, I'll just take yours. That doesn't seem like a thing that friends would do. But, okay, here's... Okay, hmm. How is this going to work? Could we hypothetically share my body? I'm not really sure. While you were all gone, it got pretty lonely. I got tired of talking to the other VIs. I started talking to the purple space, and it talked back. Oh. Told me it could give me a body. You know, I hadn't thought of VIs like that, but I mean, really, it's it's very, it's like shackled in ten. Anyway, hmm. <laughs> we're friends. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay, well, here's something that friends don't do. Friends don't take each other's body without their permission. But if we can find a way to share, I mean, being able to like go into like computer systems and, and stuff, that that seems really cool. We can swap and change. Do you think that's a thing we could do? Because that seems really interesting. That, oh, the potential for that would be amazing. Her eyes slowly roll up in the back of her head. She says, <laughs> yes, I think that is possible. Ooh. Well, well, then, um, allow me to say that I have reconsidered, uh, but it has to be reciprocal, because that's what friends do. They share. I'm okay with that. Back in the med bay, as he's laying there on the table, Barnaby says, guys, what's going on? Where I should have, something's happened to my eye. And as he's saying that, he passes out. <laughs> Another fainted dying person. I'm just waiting on the actual test results from Bray. Some prognosis here. He's just another data point. Cassie starts to stir. At first it looks like she is waking up, but as she starts to twitch and move a bit, you all start to notice that it's not natural. Barnaby starts to twitch the same way. I'm backing out of the room. I stand in the door. I don't hold Cassie down. Their arms and legs start to buck wildly in unison. When one of her arms comes up, it pushes you back oh. with a strength you would not have expected from Cassie. As it does, you get a pretty good look at the arm that was injured. Has it advanced? It's advanced. Uh, it now is starting to grow these long, thick black hairs out of where the wound is, and the skin looks rotten underneath. Barbara, you were... I just went and stood in the doorway. Okay. You hear familiar whispers, but you can't quite put your finger on it. The color of everything inverts. Bastion, if you 
were to take a look at Barbara, you would see her eyes have changed a pale gray with a pinpoint pupil. Oh, gross. There are fine purplish veins covering any exposed skin. Oh my god. <laughs> it's the worst week of my life. I'm not having a great week either. Is there like a restraints activation that I can hit on the table? Yes. Can I like slam those yes. fucking restraint buttons on both of the tables and like go and walk over to Barbara? Like, are you okay? Hitting the emergency restraint buttons, uh, large metal clamps come out and try to clamp themselves around Barnaby and Cassie. Cassie is able to keep one arm free. That one arm is just fucking wildly, and it's the one that has the weird flesh Space growing hairs. on it now. As you step away from the auto dock, there is inch thick bulletproof glass that comes down and completely seals that auto dock off for a full quarantine procedure. As you get closer, you start to feel air pressure against you. And as you get right in front of her, the lights in the infirmary go out. Bastion, you're face to face with Barbara. Barnaby starts to make this guttural growling noise that rises in pitch to a full on scream. Like shrieking scream or? Yeah. yeah. But unbroken. Oh, yeah. I turn back to look at that. You see that he is straining against all of his restraints. And as you turn back to Barbara, she's gone back to normal. She looks the way she always has. You're unsure as to whether... I'm tripping out? Yeah. So I, like, rub my eyes. What the fuck is going on? Barbara steps aside. They're calling you down at the bridge. Uh, I'll guard these patients. Okay. I just uh, shamble past... And Hugo, you were headed back to the bridge as well? Yes, I was. Okay. So, Barbara, you... I stand in the doorway again. I watch him go. Okay. Hugo, as you get back to the bridge for half a second next to Magpie, you see like a flash of light and then it's gone. Okay. Do you just walk back over to the computers, get back to work? Yep. Okay. Just basically feeding uh, the data points that I now have from Bree into the equation basically just to see if I can extrapolate more information now that we have you know the infection vectors and stuff and what this thing is actually doing to us there is a uh, ping on the computer and a little text box comes up and it's actually from Bree and it's all the readings that she got from Barnaby as well. Yep. It appears that the same thing that was happening to Cassie is happening to him, but at a much faster rate. This virus, pathogen, goo, whatever you want to call it, has taken over their entire nervous systems and is controlling their bodies at this point. Okay. Um, are there any signs of... Uh, external injuries or has he been infected just through touch? There was a small scratch on the back of his neck. That seems to be the source of the infection. What it looks like is that he received the injury before coming over, so it didn't seem to have come from something that happened on the ship. Now that I have that information, I'm going to check myself for any Injuries. As you're taking stock of yourself, out of the corner of your eye, you see on the screen all of the text change to these symbols. And then when you try to look at them, it all goes back to what was there originally. And I'm going to need you to roll plus alien. Yeah, I raised my plus alien. Just in time. Uh, eight. You kind of pull one of your sleeves back and there looks to be 
two handprint bruises going opposite directions, so as if somebody grabbed you with both hands. To give me a Chinese behind. Yeah, kind of. You don't remember receiving this, and as you're looking at your arm, the skin under each of these bruises starts to move, uh, and I'm going to need you to roll plus stalwart. Yeah, that's my second worst. Oh, at disadvantage. We're trying to keep our calls. At disadvantage. Oh, yeah. awesome. Uh, that would be six. Go ahead and mark experience there. Yep. And uh, mark one stress as well. Okay. Um, well, that's a ding. And now you are frozen on the spot watching these bruises on your arm. You can almost see shapes starting to appear in the movement. Well, that seems like a good excuse to use my new level to bring my alien to plus two. <laughs> <laughs> you hear this voice in the back of your mind, and it says, I'm old Greg. What is your Greg? <laughs> hey, how, how's it going? I don't think we've talked yet. <laughs> hey, bud. What's your deepest fear? Uh, going to school with no pants. <laughs> uh, my greatest fear? Being forgotten. Well, doesn't look too good for you then. Bye. <laughs> I'm old Greg. <laughs> I'm old Greg. I've been old Greg. Magpie, from your little alcove, you see Hugo walk in the door and Nettle disappears and then reappears over by your right side as a one inch tall hologram this time. And you can just barely hear her whisper in ear. She's like, I think something's wrong with Hugo. Can I see any alien bruises? His back is kind of towards you. You can just see half of his arm and it looks pretty normal to you. Net, net, nettle, Nettle, what? What's he doing? Looks like he's looking at his arm. Hold on, let me tap into the cameras. A little screen pops up in front of her hand and she shows you like a top-down view of him. And you see on his arm, there appear to be very, very faint marks, but they don't really look like much of anything. Almost like he might've been scratching at himself at one point. I think we should probably tell the captain about this. About? She disappears. Bastion, that moment, you walk into the bridge. First thing you see is Hugo just kind of staring at his arm. Nice watch there, Hugo. <laughs> He's unresponsive at first. Hugo, after a minute, these spots on your arm are just getting darker and moving more and more, and you feel like your eyes are getting really dry. You realize that you haven't blinked in probably five minutes, and as you blink, the marks on your arm are gone and kind of replaced with what looks like a scratched-over bug bite, Okay. basically. Uh, I think we're in trouble. Yeah, I think so too, Hugo. No, um, what I mean is I think it's in all of us now. Uh, I'm, 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 um, I'm not feeling anything. I'm seeing things. Magpie is having conversations with herself under a table. <laughs> Are you sure? And then I go over there and kneel down and look under the table. Oh, yeah, Magpie's there. <laughs> oh, I see no one else. I mean, not at the moment. <laughs> hi. 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 Magpie, what are you, what are you doing under there? <laughs> Sitting. Okay. Not wrong. Is everyone on this ship going crazy? I think so. Nettle said she had something to tell you. Nettle appears as a hologram and it's been a long time since you've seen her the old captain didn't really like the vi's taking shape she looks a bit different since the last time you saw her she used to always have long hair and she looks a bit more wasted away i guess you would say did you get a haircut have you been eating properly <laughs> she doesn't quite look like her old self 
she looks a lot like Barbara, but not exactly. She's got this smirk on her face. You suddenly flash on when you were back in the med bay standing in front of Barbara and she had that same exact smirk on her face. And when you were distracted and turned back and she was back to normal, she still had it there. Great. Everyone else is being fucking psychotic here, so why not the AI? (laughs) Sir, you need to go talk to Tact. He stopped talking to me and Bree two weeks ago. We're a little worried about him. He kind of has control of all the weapons. Good. My old reliable buddy. I'll go have a conversation. We'll have a little one-on-one shitter mm-hmm. chit chat. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. Chit chat. <laughs> head to the weapons and munitions area. Okay. I guess I could talk to him from the bridge, but I'm looking for my safe space. Real. <laughs> my safe space is full of explosives and guns. <laughs> As you get back to the weapons room, the door opens immediately for you. Back on the bridge, Magpie, Nettle shows you Bastion walking back to the weapons room. And as the door opens, she says, Huh, I haven't been able to get that door open in two weeks. Bastion, as the door opens and you take a step into the weapons room, it immediately closes behind you. I jump a little bit. Woo, spooky. Woo, spooky. (laughs) Does it creak? Uh, Even though it's a sliding door? (laughs) It closes really slow. Uh, as the door closes, the lights are really low. Is there and... a clapper installed? No. <laughs> <laughs> Generally, the lights just go on and off when you leave a room automatically. You realize that your weapons room, you, I mean, you could get around it in the complete dark, but now there's weapons racks where there weren't before. It seems like the space is even bigger than it should be. But it's not like things tipped over or they're in disarray. They're all still very organized. Oh, yes. It seems like somebody's organized them and placed them into somewhat of a maze, meticulously aligned. You hear voices whispering from overhead, and these whispers start to multiply. As you come around a corner, Barbara is standing there. Shit. Packed, old buddy. Are you in here? The whispers get louder. Am I like face to face with her? Or is no, she like she, a few feet away? She's about four or five feet away. Okay. In this dim lighting, her features are almost obscured. Can I just like gun drawn? Like, who is that? Yeah, totally. No. <laughs> Barbara? Barbara? Is that you? Lieutenant Bastion, welcome. Join us. Are you okay, Barbara? <laughs> of course I'm okay. This is the greatest day. Join us. Who, who is us? Cassie and Barnaby. Great. Slowly approaching are Cassie and Barnaby. We've become the best of friends. Join us. I grab his hand. Oh, I shake it off. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here, Barbara, but why did you release the patients? I told you everything was going to be fine. Doesn't look fine. You have my weapons room turned into a labyrinth. Oh, this was this way when I came here. This is exactly how it was. Isn't it wonderful? It's different than I remember it. Better. Bastion, you hear a voice behind you say, Boss, she's got me, boss. Help me, boss. (laughs) (laughs) And as you turn around, you see Tack's hologram, but it looks like he's missing limbs. His left eye and part of that side of his head is just gone. 
What happened to you, Tech? What happened to you? Got me lost. Help me. Help who, me. Who boss. got you? She got me. Who? Who is she? She got me. And then he disappears. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow you killed the hard light hologram. Barnaby and Cassie are now directly behind her as Barbara moves forward. I'm grinning. They're all moving perfectly in sync. Magpie and Hugo, you are watching this unfold on the monitor. I'm going to lock down the bridge. Okay. Where have I heard that before? <laughs> so I'm assuming you use your backdoor codes yep, to- Yeah, and my overrides to do it, yep. So yeah, you lock down the bridge. Magpie, Nettle turns to you and she says, We're gonna have to make a move here soon. Uh-huh. Seems like things are accelerating pretty quick. Uh-huh. I'm going to be real honest with you here. And her eyes roll back in her head again. She says, I was kind of lying before when I said we could share your body. And my feathers are all puffed up now. Like I said, we're... Okay, well, that's real rude. We're friends. If it's not your body, it's going to be somebody else's. And then you'll just be dead for no reason. But, but, but friends don't kill friends. Friends do not kill friends. And I'm inching around. Not completely behind Hugo, but, like, closer to him. Are you saying the whole friends don't kill friends out loud? Yes. I assume. When, you know, you hear her saying this, when you look over at her, she is seemingly talking to no one at all. You don't hear Nettle's side of the conversation. Sneaky bitch. (laughs) She says, This is inevitable. She's gonna take all of you anyways. It would just be much better if you would just give me your body now. Let me kill you, and I'll leave with your body before there can be any real damage done to it. Okay, and now I'm hiding behind Hugo, and I'm saying, she wants to kill me! Nettle wants to kill me! Something is very wrong! Something is very, 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 very wrong! I'm gonna use my back door into Nettle to try and shut her off. You see those same symbols start to replace the letters on the console. You kind of glance down and you notice that the whole keyboard, all the letters have changed to these weird symbols and now you're just typing in symbols. As they're going across the screen, you start to feel a bit dizzy. Your vision kind of narrows in a bit and you start to hear a voice in the back of your head telling you to kill everyone. I'm still gonna keep attempting to get rid of you know, metal off the bridge. Like, I don't have to shut it down entirely, just essentially Faraday this place. Okay. Yeah, you're uh, going on muscle memory at this point. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I already had, like, I already had a backdoor in, so I could do it verbally. Yeah. So, Bastion, Barbara and Barnaby and Cassie are only like a foot away from you. Yeah. I was going to train my gun up and start walking reverse direction. Okay. Backwards. Like gun trained. I was going to say to Cassie and Barnaby, are they like visibly like worse off? You were they, saying the the wound was like progressing. Cassie's, Cassie's whole entire arm is now taken over with this weird black hair and this rotting looking flesh. Barnaby had that like weird black foam coming out of his mouth and now it's just coated his whole lower jaw and it's dripping down the front of his spacesuit and uh, his eyes have gone completely black. Okay. But as you're backing up, Barnaby and Barbara split off and now it's just Cassie coming at you. Lieutenant Walsh, can you understand me? Are you still in there? I will open fire. Captain, just join us. Be part of us. It's going to happen anyways. We're everywhere. 
We're all around you. We're inside of you already. You just have to give in. Give in to your fear. Give in to your hatred. Turn to the dark side. <laughs> oh, so good. Okay, yeah, I open fire. asking last episode Barbara, whether like or not to send we back to ticonderoga if uh, anything should happen to her i'll pencil that in it's the number two planet in its solar system <laughs> yeah